Rules for Dating, a bookshop owner quite literally has a set of rules, with each chapter being its own rule. But there's so much more to the story from the charming coastal town in Maine. Campbell Harrison decides to start over after a pretty terrible breakup and finds herself running into a potential date. Bishop returned to town from serving in the U.S. military and has his own baggage, having returned from war and experiencing the emotions that come with a return to civilian life. I started by asking author S.C. Gray where she got the idea to write her debut novel. A lot of people don't know this about the book, but it is based off of my life. Um, I own a bookshop and um, I'm married. I've been married um, about 13 years now to a military veteran who um, became a firefighter within the last few years. So um, the book is about Campbell, a bookshop owner. She's kind of running away from life in general. She picks up and she moves to a place that you know, no one knows her. She doesn't know anyone. And one night at closing, she meets Bishop Campbell, um, the town's hot firefighter, as everyone has said. Um, And together, they kind of help each other work through this crazy thing called life. How did you choose the locations featured in the book? Yeah, so um, North Carolina is where Campbell is running from. Um, And that's currently actually where I live. Um, I grew up in in North Carolina. I've lived here um, most of my adult life. So I wanted a place that was close to my heart. Um, I I actually do love it here. I don't want to run away. I I love (laughs) where I live. I live in a very beautiful place. But Maine, um, where Campbell goes to, is actually a place that I've never been to. I've really only seen photos of Maine. Um, And I thought that it would be a fun challenge to put Maine into the book because I've always wanted to go there. I think it's beautiful. It's a quaint place to go, I think, in my mind. And so I wanted to write um, a place where I thought it would be kind of fun and very challenging to open up a bookshop where you would know no one. And it is probably a very hard place to thrive being a bookshop owner. You own the bookshop and a book sleeve line. So when did you decide to write a book and what was the (laughs) process like? The bookshop itself was created right after I had my first son. Um, And so after I have babies, I'm like, I need something for myself just creatively to keep me going. And so right after I had my second son last year, I started writing and I didn't stop until I was finished. That seems like it just all it was like very serendipitous. Yeah, it's all been, I say, easy because, number one, I was able to tell my own story, which I didn't have to really compile up and pull from complete fiction. There's a lot of real life stuff that I pulled from my life that's in the book. In general, you know, I would sit down, grab my cup of coffee or tea and just write. I didn't Um, really outline anything, which I think most authors do. This is my first novel. And I really didn't do it to set out to be this like huge author, you know, Mm -hmm. like I I really wanted to do it for a hobby and it became this huge thing. And, you know, when I was finished, I was just like, gosh, I actually really love to write. Like I just, I sat there and everything that you read in the novel was written by the seat of my pants. I didn't sit there and say, I'm going to write this. I'm going to do this. These are the characters. Like they all, it all kind of just flowed out of me. It paid off, I guess. 
the book deals with a lot of trauma and how we process and deal with it. Did you do any research to make sure you were accurate in your portrayal, especially with Campbell's past um, relationship with domestic abuse? And then also Bishop's, I mean, I'm presuming it to be post-traumatic stress disorder from serving as a Marine overseas. Campbell's story is based off of my experience with a past relationship. Um, A lot of those scenes that I wrote are things that that I went through personally. I I took those completely from memory and my perception of my situation. Um, Same with my husband, you know, I have spoken with so many veterans, friends, people that we don't know. Um, I've talked with organizations. And um, so I did a little bit of research, but a lot of what is talked about in the novel is based off of my perception and my experience. Um, I think the main thing on both of those things, you know, domestic abuse, domestic violence, and PTSD, those are both huge traumas, you know, and if we are able to find a way to talk about those things rather than keep those things in, there's, there's hardly much that you can lose from that. This is North Country Bookmarks. Joining me is author S.C. Gray, author of Rules for Dating a Bookshop Owner. Something that I really appreciated was Bishop's backstory, and it really helped me learn a bit more about what it's like for soldiers coming back from overseas. So what is some advice you hope people take from Bishop's story and have it transition into real life? You know, at the very end of the novel, at the at the end of the last chapter, there's a list of resources for wounded warriors. And I got, I have used plenty of these resources over the last 12 years. Um, And I put that list together because I really wished that if someone needed help, that they would seek it, you know, whether that be small, large, as a family, as a female, as a, a, a veteran coming home from war, seek your resources that you need to help you. Find connections with people who've been through the exact same thing that you've been through or someone who's been through something a little bit different so that you can learn how they've coped with what they've been through and see if that applies to you. Um, there are hundreds of organizations out there that are meant for what you are going through, whether that be domestic violence, whether that be PTSD, anxiety, depression, um, family relationship issues, there's always going to be something there to help you. You have to seek it for yourself. No one's going to give that to you. Exactly. You have to advocate for yourself. Yeah. For me, I've always believed that if I wanted something, I needed to get it for myself. No one was going to give it to me, okay? And I truly believe that if I'm in a place that I don't agree with or don't like, I have to get myself out of that situation. Or if I'm in the best situation of my life and I love it, harn on that and just like eat it up, you know? Enjoy the moments that you get that fill you with happiness, that fill you with gratitude. I think that's one of the reasons why I talk a lot about family relationships, you know, especially during the holidays, we feel so obligated to be with people, even if we don't like them. Exactly. Right. That makes no sense to me either. (laughs) I love, you know, that was a really important scene was just the anxiety I could feel from being at the Christmas dinner table, just the whole, you know, Campbell going back home and just dysfunction of that whole family and just feeling like walking on eggshells, anxiety. I think there's a lot of adults 
who maybe would have a really hard time like admitting or talking about what Campbell's mom finally did. No matter the age, if you are someone who's done something wrong, in my own experience, if I admit that I've done something wrong or apologize, I've never regretted that. Right. Try it out, people. It (laughs) feels really good. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt to apologize when you are at fault. The the beautiful thing that I saw in Campbell was that you're right. She she opens the bookshop, but then just seeing her like simple <clears throat> pleasures of happiness that have grown due yeah. to her move, like the way that she has her lattes and like just even like seeing her friend at you know the coffee shop or walking with her dog or the way that the dog looks at her or her collection of sweaters, like all these things. I love it. That just I like love- sparked so much happiness within me because and it's like radiating. Are th- those are things that those little things I pull directly from what I've learned about myself the past few years. And I think that if someone sits down and they write out a list of little things, little life luxuries that mm-hmm. you're thankful for, You'll find a list of all those things, too, for yourself. They won't look exactly like my list. And I think that's one of my favorite parts about the book is the book is not a historical fiction novel or this like a giant big like where I had to like do a bunch of research and like spend my life's work poured into this novel. (laughs) It's, It's simple when you look at it. It's it's the simple guide, I feel like, for finding a happiness for yourself that your life might be lacking. I mean, a few years ago, I was not the happiest person. And I think that made me a bitter person. I think it made me not the the best mom that I could be, not the best wife. And then I started reevaluating my life and thinking to myself, what am I doing? Where can I find happiness that really bleeds into the rest of the way I live my life? And I found happiness in the littlest things. And I think that's the beauty of it all is it doesn't have to be this huge house or this fancy job or this beautiful car that you drive around. I think it you can find happiness in a cup of tea or cuddling up with your dog or just surrounding yourself with good people. You don't have to go out and spend a million dollars on happiness. Because let me tell you, I've, I've not spent a million dollars, but I've spent a lot of money on trying to make myself happy in those ways. And that's not it. One thing that I loved was that each chapter started started with a new rule, yeah. which worked so well with the title of the book, obviously. So what is one rule that you would strongly agree with? And what is one that you're not as inclined to agree with? So there are a couple of rules in the book that I just like love. Okay. One of them being sorrow and celebration can coexist, especially this year that one really stuck with me because I I just had the best year of my life. And I also just had one of the worst years of my life, to be completely honest. But um, another good rule that I love is stop and smell the pages, meaning practice gratitude in your life. Stop and, and, and realize the goodness that you have and, and take that and run with it, quite honestly. Um, one of the ones that I'm, I I'm like, uh, you know, remember the nut doesn't fall far from the tree. You don't, your parents are not a reflection of you. You are not a, a reflection of your parents. Um, if you don't want to be, okay. Mm-hmm. And now I get it. There are a lot of people who have amazing childhoods. You hope to give that to your kids. Is that a reality? 
No. I mean, every parent, they F up and they do things every child looks back on and is like, what? I hope I don't do that with my kids. Yep. (laughs) There's things that I feel like my parents should not have done. There's things that my kids are going to be like, mom, why the hell did you do that? Sure. The, the main takeaway with relationships in the novel is you can choose the relationships that you keep. You don't, you can't choose your family. You can't choose who you're born, who you're born into. You know, you're given this guide of how you think you should live life from your parents. And it's like, let's stop over parenting and just let our kids do what they need to do to succeed and hope that they are happy and healthy in their thirties, forties, fifties, whatever you know, we aren't our parents. We don't have to be our parents. And not to say my childhood was horrible. There are way worse things that could have happened to me in my life. But all these years later, I realized my parents made decisions that truly did affect my life. And am I better for it? I think so. No matter the and I think that is a, another thing is the perception of the way that you're living your life is up to you. The perception of the way that you sit as you are now, it's up to you for that to be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, I, I know there's a lot of people who look back on their past life and, and sit in a sorrow. And I just can't do that for myself. I can't sit like that. I can't, I think it really affects my life and my relationships that I want to keep in my life, my, my marriage, my, my relationship with my kids. I think if I can change my perception of how I see things, it changes the quality of my life really. And I think that's so important is if you don't like the situation you're in, you have to change it. You have to figure out for yourself what that change is and, and act on that. Rules for Dating a Bookshop Owner by S.C. Gray includes a list of resources for wounded service members in the back of the book and is available now. You can also shop online from her new and used books via Instagram at Porter Co. Bookshop.